0: Do you ever feel that there is more to life than what you're experiencing, but don't know how to get there? At the heart of each of us is a desire
1: to find meaning and purpose. However, many of us don't know where to begin. Welcome to the Transform Your Life Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Chua. And I'm Pete Cofarcio. This show will teach you to be confident in your identity and embrace powerful mindsets so that you can fulfill
0: your destiny and life purpose. We're excited to take you on a journey to transform your life
1: so that you can transform your world. Welcome to the Transform Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Pete Cafarcio. My partner, Steve, and I are taking a break this summer, so we're replaying some of the more popular episodes from the past, a best of list, four ways to evolve old mindsets, This episode originally aired in January of 2023, and we created it to help you get unstuck. Sometimes you just need a shift in the way you look at things. As we unpack the concept, we'll give you four different approaches that can bring a fresh perspective to help you keep moving forward. Enjoy.
0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Transform Your Life podcast with Coach Steve and Pete. Pete, it's great to see you again.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, it's good to be back after our short uh, break over the holidays and uh, back in the saddle. So looking forward yeah. to this season.
0: Season three. We're doing yeah, season three, uh, Pete. This is really great. And uh, I, I'm really excited. Some of the brainstorming we've been doing about the episodes to come. I think this is going to be a great year.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So how was your little break? Did you have a good time?
1: Uh, we had a great time, Steve. And you know, you reconnect with people and they ask, oh, how are your holidays? And I got to say, Mine was uneventful in a the best way. Like after so many years of disruption with the pandemic and all these other things, it just was normal. And it was very, very welcome <laughs> to have normal. <laughs> like I'd say I was telling people it's it's everything you would want the holidays to be it's just reconnecting with family, good food, and seeing my kids and my in law. Okay.
0: It was just great. Talking about good food, I know we talked over the break oh. about your seafood your seafood uh, feast. What do you call it again? It's a very traditional Italian Some people
1: thing. call it the Feast of the Seven Fishes. I don't make all seven, but yeah, I, uh, on Christmas Eve uh, for Italian tradition. You, okay, what was, what was on the menu? Oh, wow. Okay, this time I did uh, salad and bread with anchovies. That was one of the fishes. We did shrimp scampi. I did uh, linguine with calamari red sauce. I did Ooh. steamed clams. And then Ooh. we have uh, dessert and coffee and things. So, Well,
0: I'm not jealous, you know. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I'm having a really good time right now. My, my son and daughter-in-law are in from Cleveland. And we actually have all our five kids Oh, wow. At home at the same time, there's 12 of us under this roof right now, and it's just been so much fun having so much joy playing games, so much laughter, and uh, good food as well. And it was good just to take a little break and just remind ourselves what life is about. And yeah, and the joy family is so good. Uh, good Full house, yeah, I love it. Well, let's start season three with our first transformation tip. So, Pete, take it away.
1: Okay, this one comes from my buddy, Albert Einstein. A good friend
0: of yours. Yeah? <laughs> yes. yes, yes.
1: <laughs> no, uh, he says, the measure of intelligence is the ability to change. mm. The measure of intelligence is the ability to change. Oh, it's that word change,
0: Pete. Oh, we lo- don't we just love that word? <laughs> you know, if you look at a lot of psychologists, they'll tell you that change is the biggest stress or anxiety related thing. And we want to talk about it today because sometimes we don't change because we're stuck in old ways. We have these old thought patterns, mindsets, and the thing about them is, We like our old ways because we we kind of are in control in that moment, right, Pete? Yeah. And so we want to talk about that today because if we hold on to old mindsets, they can keep you stuck and they maybe stop you from growing and honestly, just become boring after a while. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Get fossilized. Maybe I'll ask you this question, Pete. Why do we hold on to these old mindsets?
1: Yeah. Well, I think one of them, uh, Steve, is that like a lot of times when you latch onto a mindset, it's because that helped you make sense of life at the point you were at, the stage Mm. you were at, the situation you were in, and it worked. So you think, hey, that's how life works and you lock in there. However, it worked for you at that time in that moment and Mm. things may have changed or as you mature and grow and get, get older through life, you start to see the world in a bigger way. And your mindsets also need to to get upgraded to uh, accommodate the, your bigger view. And mm-hmm. uh, it's really obvious when you meet an older person and they're talking like they're still in their twenties or thirties, and you are like, yep. you haven't really matured your mindset to accommodate other points of view because they just got stuck and fixated. And you know, you use the word boring a little bit before that kind of person. It's like
0: really, it's you are that close minded on things. You you haven't really expanded. And, and it's hard because, I mean, like you said, we get fixated with something in a specific moment of time and it helped us, right? Mm-hmm. And so, it worked. it yeah. we, we think that now that we have that in our toolbox, it's going to keep working. It's actually a big step to actually realize it's not working because you put so much security, that, and, and I want to use the word security, into that one tool or that one principle or that one mindset, right? And so, the fear of changing that is huge.
1: Yeah. And, and Steve, it's not always that it doesn't work anymore. It's more like it's probably incomplete. Like mm, it's, I like it's, that. Yeah, yeah, it's and so we need we need an upgrade.
0: Yeah, and so we want to challenge you today as you're listening because you may have some of these old mindsets, maybe the things that that have worked for you in the past that just don't seem to have the same fruitfulness or the same results that you used to have. It's not helping you. In fact, it might be causing you more anxiety and stress than you realized. And we want to challenge you to get out of your comfort zone. And in doing so, like I said, it's that word change. You're going to be equipped, but sometimes that's a little scary because you're jumping into the unknown, but actually you're jumping into success. You're jumping into something that can propel you into your future.
1: You said scary, you know, it, and it can be because, again, the things that you latched onto, they worked. And if you challenge that, you think like, oh, you know, the foundations of my life or or the way I was approaching it, it could be business or a relationship. I might lose something in the, in the process. So, yeah, that fear of change, I think it's just it causes us to get really stubborn and dig our heels in.
0: Yeah. And because of that, we, we're often un- unable to change because, like I said, we don't want to put the work into it. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's like oh, it feels like starting again, but actually you're not. You are if you're like you're taking the past successes and using it as a launching pad, as opposed to having to start from the beginning again. And and sometimes because something has worked or been successful, okay. Sometimes I I think we've said before the biggest enemy of success is success because we then think, oh, that's what got got me where I am today, and it's going to get me to where I am in the future.
1: No. Okay. Yeah, where I, I've got it figured out and I can just repeat this over and over again and it's always going to keep working. There's so many business people I know, Steve, that did that or they went into like a new sector and they mm-hmm. said, okay, I know how to do business. And they tried the same formula that worked in a different sector and it just doesn't work because they don't understand all the nuances or the markets changed or consumer behaviors changed and they flop. That's, in fact, that's I think that has been studies on that is the biggest – um biggest uh, failure factor for successful business
0: people is they think they know it. They think they know it all. I I love sports, right? So I'm a big soccer fan. And often when you talk to these coaches who've won a championship, they actually say the hardest thing is repeating it because the success, they think, oh, they've made it or whatever. Uh, But they don't realize that to maintain the success, you can't just use the same formula. They've got to retool. They've got to bring new players in. They've got new approaches because now everybody knows how they play. You always have to be one step ahead of the game. That's why you can't rest on your laurels and you need to be seriously moving forward. That's one of the things I would say right now. Because you've been successful, don't necessarily realize that you're always going to be successful. You've got to look for the upgrade. You've got to to look at what the new thing is before you. You want to always be growing
1: yeah so there's those factors, Steve. and then there's uh, another one I just want to throw in here is uh sometimes we hold on maybe out of a overly strong sense of loyalty either mm-hmm. to a company, a system or another person. I've coached a lot of clients and they don't want to leave their company, even though it's not working. They've been miserable for ten years, but in their mind, there's some sense of loyalty, and you know sometimes that's legit and some but sometimes it's misplaced. Like my own uh, story is I actually worked for a certain CEO at three different companies. He kept pulling me into his other companies because I was bringing success and and results. And it was great. It was a great uh, partnership. But in my final, the last company I was at with him, uh, I hung on too long, like way too long, like probably six years too long. And it was all out of a sense of loyalty to him, but it just wasn't working. And I was ignoring my own, all the signals that my life uh, was telling me like, you're not succeeding here. This isn't a good environment for you. It was a bad fit, but I still did it out of loyalty and I needed an upgrade in my mindset. Like I had permission to move on. We've mentioned several different things here, but that can keep you stuck. But that to me, that was, I'm very aware of that one now. Let me say that. And I can spot it in other people pretty well too. So,
0: if we stay in, in these mindsets too long, the dangers of not shifting, there, there, there are consequences, right? You know, as you're thinking about this, if you are overloyal, like we were talking just now, or if you're holding on to your past successes, you don't necessarily recognize the season you're in. There are things that happen, like, like we have, you know, winter, spring, summer, fall, back to winter. There are these cycles that take place, and we need to recognize those cycles. Otherwise, we're doing the wrong thing at the wrong season. Uh, and sometimes you have these once-in-a-lifetime moments that you need to act in, but they're much more rare. But you need to understand your season because if you hold on to something too long, it's like um. Recently, just last week, I I bought these mangoes and they looked really lovely, and I said maybe just a few more days and they'll be sweeter and riper. And I held on too long, and so by the time they opened, they were all rotten on the, on the inside because I'd held on to the mango too long. Okay, it was rotting, and so okay. I know. And because I didn't recognize the season. Okay. And the season was, I should have eaten it straight away. But in that, in that analogy, it's recognizing your season is so important because, uh, it allows you to be able to move swiftly along. The other thing is, you know, if you hold on to things too long, sometimes you get stale or stuck, right? Pete? Absolutely. Um, you just stop learning.
1: Yeah. Yeah. See, on the seasons, uh, we did an episode on this last, uh, in the last season, speaking of seasons, it was the February 28th episode. So you might want to look that up if you're intrigued by that and you want to know more because aligning with the season that you're in is the way to success. If you try to fight it and just only go by formulas and not reading your outside cues, you, you can really get stuck. And like you said, stale. You know, yep. the life moved on and you didn't. Some people think like staying safe, staying with the tried and true all the time is is quote unquote safe, but it's actually not because life is more like a conveyor belt. It's moving. It might be it might be moving slowly, but if you think, hey, I'm safe with this, it, you might be for a while. And as that conveyor belt moves, you might be okay, but at some point you're going to fall off the edge of it. It's not safe. What's safe is to keep walking on that conveyor belt or treadmill, maybe you might think of an exercise treadmill because culture is always moving. Life is moving. The people around you, your, your relationships, those people are moving and times progressing. They're, they're maturing. Things are changing. And let's just say this though. It's a lot easier to keep making smaller incremental upgrades than it is to dig your heels in, Insist that nothing change, and then catastrophe is going to hit, and you're going to have a major major crisis yeah just yeah. the
0: the daily or monthly or periodic um, upgrades you know by staying safe, you miss out on what's happening around you and sometimes I don't know if you've you felt this at times that why have people gone beyond me? they've grown beyond me and, mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. forth and and one of the things I've learned over the years is sometimes when we're successful, try to control our success. And we then start to it protect, it protect it and then create systems that kind of maintain what you think is success. But after a while, maintenance doesn't cause things to grow maintenance just keeps things where they are that's why they get stale and that's why we get stuck and and you've heard me say this before pete but maintenance leads to mediocrity
1: yeah. and
0: after a while you, you just kind of say why, why is everything seemingly going faster for everybody else and not me it's because we got stuck that's why it's so important to be able to w- be willing to shift my little joke here what's my two word counseling for for those who are stubborn Stop it! Stop it! Right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because it just doesn't help you. So, so practically, though, what can we do? Okay, it's one thing saying, okay, this is why we hold on to old mindsets, but what can we practically do to begin to to shift so that we can actually begin to grow again?
1: Yeah. So we want to give you like four different options. You might come up with others. That's fine. But the first one is just end it end your approach that you were using before exit
0: exit right thank you no it's important because sometimes we talk about seasons something there were seasons when something has to come to an end and it's not going to help you anymore and it's a mindset that if you carry on with it it's actually going to cause you to depreciate if anything or start eroding i remember way back i think i've shared the story in an episode before but Back, uh, way back when I first started, um, as the assistant director of a, uh, an NGO in, 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 in Canada, uh, we had this conference center and we were trying to make it profitable. And we had a director there who basically said, if we don't have, <laughs> he used the word, he's from England. If we don't have bums on the seat. Okay. <laughs> uh, he says, then we have no income coming in. Okay. So we need to create as many opportunities for bums to be on those seats. And really we, we filled our calendar our diary for the year, Tuesday to Thursday, one course, Friday to Saturday, another course, for about 48 weeks, okay? Wow. It was, for our team, we were exhausted. We're going from one thing to another thing, creating all this material and trying to look after guests. We had 50 bedrooms, but the average number of people ahead of the course was 12. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wow. Well, a year later, the director left, and we had a new director come in, and we just simply said, we got to end this. Okay, we're tired. We have to exit this. And we we sat down and, and we began to go into what I would say after ending it, the next thing you need to do is upgrade. Is there an upgrade that we could find? And we we came to a solution that we need to do less, but meet what we think the need was. And we created this modular training course. And next thing we know in the next year, we reduced all our courses by 40%. And our average course now was 75 people per course. Okay, it was huge because, wow, and it it grew in in such a tremendous way because we suddenly realized we had to upgrade what we had. We weren't giving what people needed, we needed to find what they wanted, and it changed things. Yeah, so end it or upgrade it. And by the way, I think one uh,
1: category, Steve, that's easy to see these dynamics in play is technology, because Mm -hmm. it moves so fast. Uh, Some things are generational, and they take forever to notice the big changes, big shifts. But technology goes so fast, you can look and see some of these dynamics in play. You can see some of the players that never upgraded. for uh, Like BlackBerry was one of them, really big. Everybody had one, and now, like, nobody... Uses them, yeah, and
0: then, and but then you look at someone like Apple, and we're now on like Apple fourteen, right? They keep upgrading. Every number is an upgrade.
1: They do. And okay. Steve, another key is Apple was not afraid to release new products that might hurt their market share with some of their old products in uh, business. That's called cannibalizing your own stuff. But they weren't afraid to do it, and that's what kept them. in now with Steve Jobs gone, eh, a lot of people say there's not as much innovation going on with Apple. But I don't it, know. It, it, like apply it, it, this that season, to,
0: this season's right.
1: There, there are so, but you can think about your own life too. You know what lessons can you learn <laughs> that way to, to upgrade. Another is to just to expand what mm-hmm. you're doing. Maybe what you were doing was working, and it's time to take it. To, you know, into farther reaches. Like you may have been thinking about what you're doing too small. Like here's an example: in a previous era in the U.S., there was a major push in the uh, railroads being built. And there was lots of capital being, you know, put in place. And there was this big race at who could become the, you know, the, the king of, of railroad. And after it was all in place, they started to actually experience, you know, a lot of them were starting to go bankrupt and stuff. And the whole industry got stuck thinking that they were about building railroads when actually they were about transportation. And then when, when modern roads started getting laid across the U S and trucking started taking over, it hurt the railroad business. But if you understood, I'm not just about railroads, I'm about moving things and transportation. Those were the thinkers and the the builders who, who were able to adapt and expand into a larger segment. So sometimes that's the way you need to see is like, I was just operating with a limited view of subset and it's got to go
0: bigger. I love that because I think sometimes it's because we're afraid of growth and you need to understand that there's all sorts of help out there to allow you to scale, to expand. It's, it was interesting going back to the story that I was talking to you about those courses, that modular. Yeah. Training yeah. Course. Yeah. Actually, after two years of doing it, it was so successful that we realized we could had we had enough material to do a two month residential training course, like a school. Okay. And we weren't sure how we but we took the risk, put two months aside in our, our, our schedule and we got 75 people on our first school. Okay, we needed forty people to break even. And it, it was fantastic. Which probably will take us to our fourth point here, because we talked about maybe we need to end something because it, it it's not working to upgrade it, to expand it. But the next one is to pivot. For example, we moved from these weekend training courses and we pivoted to a, a school.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So Steve, when we talk about pivot, what we're saying is you're probably taking some of your existing assets or things you've learned, or your experience, and repositioning it, taking it in a different direction. So it doesn't always have to be, you know, kill it, bury it. Sometimes it's, it's shift it and repurpose it. Um, one of my companies, one of my startup companies, we were the first commercial anti-spyware software company. Ooh, and, that sounds cool. Uh, it was, it was really cool. And we were the like, really very, very cutting edge. We were one of the first ones to the market. And the thing is, it, we weren't selling very well, because what we were we had positioned this product that it finds things your antivirus software doesn't find. And it just was not a message that was connecting with people because they wanted to trust their antivirus software and they didn't want to believe that it wasn't good enough. And so they just, it didn't connect psychologically and then if you remember, um, remember dial up modems, like AOL, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So this was right around the time that was ending and people were going to always on broadband. So you didn't have to dial up anymore. Mm-hmm. You're, it yeah. was through cable or DSL, different yeah. things. Yeah, And a new threat was happening because your computer was on all the time. Hackers could get in the back door at nighttime when you were paying attention, And we pivoted, we had the same asset, but we pivoted the message to, Hey, it's going to stop that from happening. It took off. And we Mm. partnered with some other companies that were onto that same trend. Mm -hmm. So we didn't end, uh, the technology, but we, we had to pivot it and, um, actually had a really great ending with the, the rest of that company.
0: And, and I think, especially since the pandemic, it's shown us a lot of things, whether it's in our own lives or in companies or whatever, things that worked in the past which weren't working anymore. And so that word pivot is actually really, really important because it helps us shift and actually move in a new direction, a fresh direction, because the world's not the same now, okay, and we have to to move in a fresh way. So four ways to finish practically deal with old mindsets. The first one is say bye-bye, end it. Yep. The second one is to enterprise, upgrade it. Then maybe you're thinking too small. You need to scale it, expand it. And lastly, in that process, you might need to pivot, rethink uh, a fresh way of of doing what you're doing. Pete, what would be a really good way for us listening right now to apply what we're learning? What's the transformation application? Yeah, well, what we'd like you
1: to do is uh, take a good look at your life. And what's is there something that's not working? You know, it used to work, doesn't work anymore. It could be a mindset. It could be uh, an initiative you're working on. It could be, you know, a relationship or just whatever. And think uh, about it from those four po- four different points of view. Is it something just it's outlived its lifetime? You just need to end it. Do you want to upgrade it? Should you expand it? Should you possibly pivot? Try one of those. Give it a try. See what. See how it works and uh, apply it Then let
0: us know. Let us know what, what kind of results you got. That's so good. Well, thanks everyone for listening. We are looking forward to launching into brand new material uh, coming into 2023. So Pete, always a pleasure. Goodbye, everyone. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Transform Your Life podcast. We'll be releasing a new episode every Monday, so we hope you'll continue to tune in.
1: If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, rate, and review the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the show to reach more people around the world.
0: If you're looking for coaching or more resources, follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or our Instagram page from the inside out.
1: If you want to connect with me, Pete Cafarcio, go to petecoaching.com.
0: And if you want to connect with me, Steve Chua, go to stevechuaintl.com. Remember,
1: we want to help you transform your life
0: so that you can transform your world. Have an awesome week, everyone.